Welcome to Shelf Logic, the official podcast of the Maricopa County Library District. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shelf Logic podcast. My name is Jennifer. My name is Sally. And today we're going to be talking about book clubs. Woo. <laughs> so, a recent trend that we've been seeing online, I've seen it on Instagram, on TikTok, Book Talk. Uh, YouTube is people starting their own book clubs. Uh, me and Sally run two separate book clubs here at the Queen Creek Library. I run the Romance Book Club. I run the Everything Bagel Book Club. And we're just going to give you some tips, tricks on how to run a book club, what resources you, you, you can use, and um, what things that we, hear, we have here at the library that you can use to start your own book club as well. So just getting started, um, Sally, I'm just going to talk about yours a little bit. How did you come up with the idea? How did you come up with concepts? What books are you using? That kind of thing. Sure. Um, well, you already had your um, book club pre-existing when I started mine, and you have a more uh, specialized focus, which I'm sure you will get into in a bit. Um, but I wanted to um, create something a little bit more general um, to create some balance, um, some options for um, our library patrons. So um, uh, as I said, my uh, book club is called the Everything Bagel Book Club. It's a little bit inspired by everything everywhere everything everywhere all at once I love um, that uh, amazing movie amazing concept um, so I really wanted to do a little bit of everything and by that I mean to say every genre of adult fiction um, even some cheeky teen fiction <laughs> if we so desire um, some nonfiction of course um, we're also going to be exploring graphic novels even some manga we'll be getting into I, I hope uh, pretty soon. Um, we kicked things off um, with uh, perhaps a bit of an unorthodox choice. Um, interesting choice of words there. Um, uh, we did start our first book club um, in uh, Band Books Month, uh, so we went ahead and started by reading a band book. We ended up reading Mouse by Art Spiegelman, which is a graphic novel, um, and uh, it, that was really interesting. That was a really interesting uh, kickoff for everything, so we really are doing a little bit of everything in terms of printed prose and then also um, graphic, uh, graphic content as well, but I really just wanted to, I think the focus of this book club is just trying to push boundaries and explore uh, different types of literature um, for our members. Um, maybe uh, find something that you maybe wouldn't necessarily pick up on your own, um, but you might be surprised to find that you actually really enjoy. So that was kind of the main focus going into things. Um, in terms of choosing um, my titles for each month, um, I think we'll probably get into more of the logistics in terms of um, how to choose uh, titles and, and that kind of thing and um, in terms of how many copies are available and all that that kind of stuff, the more data-driven stuff. Um, but just in terms of uh, finding what people might like, um, I tend to just kind of look at what's... Um, what's going on with each month, like if there's a holiday going on, or um, like I say, we did a uh, band book for band books month. Um, so that's really the only guide I use. Other than that, um, we're just trying to do a little bit of everything. It sounds great. So for romance, like I have, I'm doing a specialized um, book for a specific genre. So most of my titles are picked off of like popular trending books already now. So we did a, we've done a Colleen Hoover book. We've done uh, several of the books that have been featured on like book talk. So like, um, the Love Hypothesis, we've done 
Uh, what other books have I done? Book lovers. Oh yeah, we've done book lovers. We've we're going to be starting a lot of Emily Henry books down down this way. Tessa Bailey. Oh yeah, Tessa Bailey. <laughs> a lot of the, yeah, a lot of Tessa Bailey. A lot of stuff that has been trending online. Just because I know that it'll gain interest in, with people who are coming into the, the library to see uh, to to interact with people for book clubs. Um, one of the things that I did note is that if you do do a popular trending one, you probably should do something a little bit more obscure just so they can get the general feel of the genre, especially if you're doing a genre-based book club. So, for example, this month we're doing um, a Lisa Claypass book called The Devil's Daughter, which is from the, it's, the book was published in the, the late 80s. So it's, it's from a while back and it's part of a larger series of like Regency romance and not necessarily something that you would expect from uh, the, a book talk like recommendation list, especially since most of that tends to be cutesy and romantic. Um, in terms of just how I pick, it's, it, I mostly go based off like Goodreads or like Publisher Weekly or general recommendations from people that I follow online. And that's how I'm uh, sort of assessing it, like whether or not this book is going to be well-read amongst the people that I have and then popular uh, with the people that we have coming in. Um, that generally will help too with, with how many copies that you can get. For the most part, I, I would recommend if you're starting a book club using library materials, you want to have pick a copy that has, or pick a title that has at least 10 copies, especially given um, how the capacity to, to, to share the material and how many members you could potentially gain in a short amount of time. When we first initially started Romance, we had three people in there and I have 16 people on our mailing list now. So it can build very quickly just in terms of uh, how, many, how much material you actually need to service a need. And um, on the topic, another thing, if you are um, finding yourself running out of physical materials, you are just creating the most hopping and popular and fabulous book club on the planet, which I'm sure you will. Um, one alternative to physical resources, if you are just um, finding yourself running into this problem quite often where you just need more than 10 copies, um, always consider looking into digital versions of titles. Absolutely. Um, we have a lot of um, digital platforms uh, through the li available through the library, Libby, Hoopla. Um, those are really great platforms to uh, check out. Um, you can often find multiple copies of a title um, in digital format, um, especially for those more popular titles. So um, if you do have members of your book club who are willing um, to read digital uh, titles in digital format, that is um, a really great alternative and something to have in the back pocket, especially if you're looking into a particular title and you don't have just enough number of copies, there may be a couple of digital copies that can um, push you over the edge there and make that possible. I would also recommend looking at large print. Large print, We have yes. a ton of, of people <laughs> who are looking for something like, like a Colleen Hoover book that's like flying off the shelves in regular print and you'll have stacks and stacks of large print that aren't touched because people aren't looking in that particular area. Large print is just as just as good, maybe even better for than standard print, just because uh, we'll have multiple copies and the um, they'll be sitting there waiting for you to pick up whenever you're ready. And you look extra fancy holding an even thicker book. Yes, yes you do. You, <laughs> you look, look so good. smart. <laughs> when, uh, one of the things I would recommend too, we have here at the library um, book club kits, like the, the boxes that you can just rent out, most of those titles are going to be, I feel like they're all mystery for the most part. A lot there. It's very heavy on mystery. <laughs> very heavy on mystery. And also um, a lot that tends to be um, like either trending with other celebrity book clubs. So like, I know we have a couple picks from the Oprah Winfrey book club. We have some of Reese's, Reese Witherspoon's book club in it um, as part of the kits. So that's also a good avenue um, for deciding what uh, books to choose. Um, we also should 
sort of feel like I feel like you should look into what your immediate friend group or whoever you're forming this club is what they're interested in reading mm-hmm. um, with romance I picked we I picked that as a specific genre because I knew there was a, a popular market at least in here just with circulation so that's how I went about deciding that we should have a romance book club at this branch um, an all genre book club would probably work best though just in terms of of deciding what kind of things you like to read and then funneling it through that way yeah, I think um, it, definitely the more that you pigeonhole yourself, the more challenging things are going to be. Um, you can definitely start off with uh, maybe a concept. Maybe you want to start with short classics and work your way through those first. Um, but just, you know, you'll have to enter into that with the understanding that you're going to be working with a limited number of titles um, and you may run into issues of, you know, supply and things like that. So definitely make sure that um, you're taking into consideration um, how many people you have, what their interests are, um, and just what's out there and what's available to you. Um, for example, um, I'm looking into um, sourcing some manga right now and um, for our book club, of course. And uh, we have a ton of teen titles um, that are manga titles, but unfortunately not as many adult titles that we have a huge number of copies of just because... Um, teen manga book clubs tend to be a little more popular um, than the adult manga um, titles and book clubs. Um, So that's something that I'm gonna take into consideration. Um, That's a challenge that I'm gonna have to work through um, and we're gonna have to kind of rise to that. And then of course, once you have chosen that title, um, given that you've um, gotten the correct number of copies, they're all available um, at the same time um, for the same duration, at that point you'll have to make sure that you can, um, once you've read the book, come up with a really nice, robust list of questions and that it's a title that's actually um, going to lend itself to um, a really interesting, engaging discussion. Yeah, absolutely. We come, uh, For romance, we've had, sort of had that, that issue, especially at the beginning, because what, what do you really talk about with, with Romance Book Club? It's like they, they kiss, they fall in love, there's a brief issue, and then they're happily ever after. So it's a lot of, a lot of it is like, okay, what tropes can we talk about? What, what recurring themes do you see? For if we're doing something that has like the trope of enemies to lovers, if there's another enemies to lovers that we've read, what, does, what are the differences? How do they execute this differently? So there's a lot of wiggle room to contrast just previous books that you've already read. Um, another recommendation I would have for people who are just starting out is to... Um, read books that you've already read like and revisit it with other people to see if they feel like this if they interacted with this text the same way that you did or even reading books that you read as a child yes that's actually i recently reread um 1984 and was shocked to (laughs) to realize that i didn't take any of it in (laughs) yeah how much how much of this did you miss just because you weren't really paying attention so that would be a great way to just sort of reintroduce yourself to texts that you thought you might have loved when you were younger or what you read previously and then see how that changed as you've gone, uh, as you've developed in your reading skill. And even having that discussion with uh, new people, whether that be friends that you know um, who are going to be in this book club or um, people you're meeting for the first time, uh, just having those um, brand new fresh perspectives can really change the way that you see the text um, and interpret it. You can uh, glean new new things from uh, from each person's uh, reading of the text. So I think that's just a really interesting way to explore um, things that you might have already um, explored in the past. 
For the book clubs that we have coming up, uh, what book are you going to be doing for October? Uh, so for October, um, I'm really excited. We are going to be doing a spooky book. <laughs> surprise, surprise. We're going to be doing a horror. Um, it is called The Final Girl Support Group uh, by Grady Hendrix. Um, now, I specifically chose this one because, of course, with horror um, being spooky month, um, I am uh, in my book club. Uh, a lot of the members of my book club, um, we've had a discussion about the things that they're comfortable with reading and the things that they're maybe not so comfortable with reading. And um, we have had a discussion about maybe avoiding some really heavy gore <laughs> and <laughs> horrible, horrible things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not everybody necessarily wants to read that. So we want to make sure we're keeping the tone of appropriate for um, the unique book club that we're working with. So um, with Final Girl Support Group, I have chosen this because um, it's a little more on the campy side. It's a little more fun, um, not really super intense or horrifying, <laughs> which I think is a good choice. Yeah, you don't want to do something like, here's a full-on Texas Chainsaw Massacre as a book. <laughs> That'd be hard to process. In a similar vein for romance, we're going to be doing also kind of a spooky book, but it's, it's more on the supernatural end. It's, uh, we're doing The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. Mm -hmm. Where it's an editor who is, she's just been like let go from her, her business and she's trying to decide what she wants to do. So she goes back to her small town and has her book out and she has to work on editing it. And she finds out that someone else has been editing it for her and that person is a ghost. <gasps> so we're doing, it's a ghost romance is what we're doing for Romance Book Club. <laughs> That's the perfect book. Yes, for, for, October. <laughs> for October. So it's like we're going to feel like the spooky feels, the spooky feels. Yes. Of romance. Can they fall in love if one of them is dead? We will find out. <laughs> And the th that's the, the really the joy and the fun thing about uh, about running a book club specifically, um, or being in one, but specifically about running one um, is that you can kind of challenge yourself as well to um, seek out new titles yourself. Yeah, that absolutely. Might be a little unexpected, and then you find that you actually really have a lot of fun with with some of these titles, especially when you're not expecting like. Like, you go in just going, I just need something that has a lot of copies, and then you're going, oh, wow, this is actually, this might be interesting to do. I wonder what they're going to say. Yeah. Especially if you're doing an all, like, a, a genre one, where it's just like, how much of this can we really read? And it, it turns out you can read a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much you can do. Yeah, even, even, it might be a little intimidating committing to one genre at first, but really, what I've seen with um, Jennifer's Romance Book Club, um, it, that has really shown me that within each uh genre there really is so much room for interpretation so much so yes much. um of course don't choose something like uh, romance books written between the years of 2015 and 2016 <laughs> <laughs> then you're pigeonholing yourself but if we're just choosing a specific genre um like romance or horror or sci-fi that can be um a really great way to um step into a genre that you might be familiar with and might know that you like, um, but then still give yourself that room for um, exploration. And when, when it comes to choosing those books, um, I try to um, not worry too much about trying to make sure that I've found a, a title that's definitely gonna be a hit. Um, because even if uh, we end up choosing a title that turns out to be really bad, um, those uh, discussions can be really fun and exciting and engaging as well. Absolutely. Like the, the last book that my group, my group did, it was, um, what did we do? We did The Spanish Love Deception by Elena Armas. And um, we spent an hour just trashing it. Like it was a, a full hour of just going, this was bad. I didn't like the characters. And it was one of the most fun meetings I've had yeah. with this group, just because it was so fun to come together and go, didn't you think this was ridiculous? Yes, I thought it was, it was crazy. Why would she do that? So that's part of the fun is just, is just 
finding out what what things you like and having a discussion and even if it's even if it was a bad experience you can still make the the club interesting and exciting for sure you're still going to learn something about your preferences and about literature and writing whether or not that be how to do something or how not to do something yes absolutely <laughs> uh so just some sort of final thoughts on this um if you guys are not uh you really want to be part of a book club maybe not interested in starting one um but still want to be active participants in one, you are more than welcome to come down to the Queen Creek Library and sign up with uh, mine and, or Sally's, or both if you like. Uh, Sally, when is your book club being held? Um, my book club, the Everything Bagel Book Club, meets on the second Wednesday of each month at 6 p.m. in the Storytime Room at yes. Queen Creek Library. And for us, uh, for the Romance Book Club, it's called the Read and Weep Romance Book Club. We are every fourth Thursday um, at 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. also in the Storytime Room. Any sort of final thoughts on book clubs, Sally? Um, I'm really excited about book club. Book clubs are their classic uh, library staple. They're always a really fun time. If nothing else, even if even if you're somehow, you found yourself listening to a library podcast and you don't like to read, um, <laughs> you can still come to a book club and get something out of it just by meeting new people, talking to local uh, like-minded adults um, of a similar age. Um, so that even if it's just something to get out the house, um, it can be a really fun experience. Absolutely. Yeah. I no, 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 I have no initial, yeah, <laughs> no, no other thoughts. That was perfect. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us for the Shelf Logic podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Sally. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Shelf Logic. Make sure to hit subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Follow us on social media where we are at MCLDAZ.